Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is the Wednesday after Holy Trinity. Now that we've entered the season after Pentecost, which is also called Ordinary Time, our Gospel readings for each week will place us alongside the disciples as we follow Jesus, witnessing all that he says and does. This week, we're going to do things a little differently. Our Bible reading and reflection will return each day to the Gospel reading that's assigned for this coming Sunday. Today we're going to reflect on this story and uh, go and recreate the story of the man in the story as he told it to the village about all that God had done for him. And today we're going to focus on that moment when Jesus entered his life and things started to change for him. But we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving. And raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke chapter 8 verse 26. Then they arrived at the region of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. As he stepped out on shore, a man from the city who had demons met Jesus. For a long time he had not worn any clothes, and he did not live in a house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him, shouting, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but he would break the bonds and be driven by the demon into the wilderness. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back to the abyss. Now there, on the hillside, A large herd of swine was feeding, and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter these, so he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd stampeded down the steep bank and into the lake and was drowned. When the swineherds saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came out to see what had happened. And when they came to Jesus, they found the man 
from whom the demons had gone, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they became frightened. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then the whole throng of people of the surrounding region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged that he might be with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. We have now an idea of what this man's life was like. We know that he is naked and given to wild and violent outbursts. And then one day, Jesus comes to his side of the Sea of Galilee. Jesus' presence, though, stirs up and torments the demons who possess him. And so they run out and confront Jesus, agitated and fearful. And yet they bow down before him. The demons recognize Jesus as the Son of God. And they wonder, what is Jesus doing here among the Gentiles on this side of the sea? Why has the Son of God come out to attack them and torment them? Because that is exactly what is going on beneath the surface. As Jesus encountered that man, he begins to command the demon to come out of him. Could the man feel the violence and fear of this encounter? He heard what the demons were saying, but could he feel what this might mean for him if the demons had left him? Deep down, could he imagine what life might be like for him to be free from these powers, finally? Could he imagine, finally, a future? What was going on in those moments when this man and the demons met Jesus? It was not peaceful. It was not pleasant. The man and the demons inside were tormented. On the trip across the sea, Jesus and the disciples had been caught up in a sudden storm. They were in the the torment and the churning of the sea, but Jesus brought peace. And now there's a storm of demonic agitation and aggression and churning within this man. And Jesus is rebuking the demons to free the man. The moment is filled with fear and anger, but also the awesome power of God, bringing peace and order to the chaos within this man's heart. Many times we think of our encounters with God as those times when we are overwhelmed by peace or the sense of beauty or drawn to tears by all kinds of pleasant feelings. But more often than not, the first encounter with God that we find in Scripture is a moment of turmoil, of crisis, of fear, of even panic. The powers of this world, while they recognize and bow before the Lord, are not warm and welcoming to God's presence in this world. What God is doing in Christ is setting us free from these powers, and that conflict is neither peaceful nor present. The chaos all around us is is stirred up while the Lord is trying to bring peace and put things into their proper place. The climax of these events, of course, is the cross of Jesus' death and resurrection. The promise of peace that Christ gives comes after this moment of crisis. 
It is the gift that Jesus wins by triumphing over all the powers of this world, by dying and rising again. The man in this moment can feel this battle deep in his bones. He, at this moment, is meeting Christ on the cross for him, and he will never be the same. And neither are we the same. As we emerge from the stirred-up waters of our baptism, joined to Christ in death and in resurrection, so that God can make us something new. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ in all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gifts of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and for the people, the ministries, and leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For those who govern the nations of this world. For people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. For all who are at work for peace and international harmony. For all who care for the sick in body, mind, and soul. For all who comfort the mourning. And for those who are grieving now. For all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.